Hello everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Going Racing Podcast. You're on the channel, episode number 35, I believe it is. Um, I am joined by, as usual, Matt O'Brien and Jay Cook this week, who was not here last week. Um, Jay, Matt, we'll start with Matt. How you doing in the last week? Uh, do any iRacing lately? Uh, did I... Uh-huh. I uh, finished second, should have won, but cautions and unfortunate caution timing and unfortunate being stuck in lanes for restarts for the undoing. Fun. Yep. Jay? Jay, how we doing? I'm doing pretty good. Finally got my computer at least somewhat fixed. Uh, so that's, that's nice to have it at least fixed for now. Good enough to do things that I want to play. Uh, and then was able to stream American Truck Simulator and Phasmophobia tonight. So I was, uh, happy with that. And... TPU's toast, right? Do what? TPU's toast, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's absolutely. Good luck getting one of those. So, well, it's, I just went out and got a 1050. And it's, it's working for now. It works just fine for now, so. Hopefully, I can keep that working, and, and it keeps working until prices go down in like two years. Uh, I I don't I don't think it. I don't, I don't no, think, it's not going to take specifically no. that long, but it'll still I honestly, be honestly, I think, for a while. I don't. I, I look at it a lot because I want to get a thirty eighty, but honestly, I I'm hopeful for after the new year because like the thing with these prices are you know that ridiculous high when they go down it's going to crash yeah it is absolutely going to crash and so obviously i never really had been looking into the computers before but i i realized looking into this that normally the prices are like 800 bucks for like the 3080 or 3070 yeah i did not i did not know that that to me like sounds cheap as cheap as crap yeah um, so I'll, I'll be excited when it gets back to that type of prices again yeah um maybe someday oh i'm i was hoping for uh christmas this year but i think it's gonna be a little longer than that yeah probably same problem goes with the uh new consoles as well um we have a lot of stuff to talk about today (laughs) we do we got a lot of NASCAR stuff, which we're going to dive into. Uh, when I say a lot of stuff, there's actually not a lot of stuff. But there's stuff that we'll definitely we'll be able Take to dive line. into a lot to talk about tonight. Um, so we're going to start it out with some NASCAR 21 news. So they released their third and final dev diary earlier last week. What was it? Wednesday, Thursday, something like that? I think it was Thursday. Thursday. No, it was Friday. It was one of the days of the week. There it you have it. It was day last week. Yes. Um, they talked about, it was called The People. It was a long one, actually. It was 12 not, minutes was just not, about. Not about. Not what we expected, because me and you were talking about it last yeah, week. Yeah, I was like, like, this is going to be boring we weren't, we weren't excited. Yeah, we weren't excited for it, but uh, turns out it was very, very much the opposite. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. We um saw a lot of kind of more of the cinematic stuff of the game where we saw shots of people on the pit lane being interviewed like Michael McDowell, Bubba Wallace had a moment where he was being interviewed. They showed you 
or Kyle Larson was one they showed that was in his car in the garage and the camera goes into the cockpit of the car shows Kyle Larson talking to his crew chief who is not Cliff Daniels that's for sure in there um and then there was like a little scene of them of course pushing your car out of the garage so not sure if you can actually drive out of the garage yet but hopefully you can and then they were showing some of the 3d like scanning of the driver's heads up drivers look pretty good i was actually impressed with how good the character models looked um but yeah that was kind of like the main things of that jay i mean you watched it you texted me as it was live i was already watching it what did you think of it i i enjoyed it a lot i uh i think for 13 minutes there was certainly a uh, definitely not 13 minutes worth of content because there was a lot of talking in it, but there was still a lot of things throughout the video that I liked to see, uh, like the little clip of the driver talking to his crew chief or the crew chief or the driver shaking his head, and then uh, the little the little more sneak piece of the tablet uh, and and stuff like that. So I and then also the, a lot of the pre-race stuff was shown off as well. Uh, so that's another thing I was excited about. Um, so it just I, I think that it was a lot better than I was expecting. The other two kind of. Uh, didn't compare at all, I think, to this one. This one actually did show off quite a bit. Uh, and once again, got me even more excited for the game. And with each thing that they keep showing us, it makes the doubts that I had uh, keep slowly and slowly going away. And, and I really do just keep getting a lot more excited for this game to come out. Matt, what did you think of it? I liked it. Um, there was good, a lot of good in it. There were some things I'm worried about. Um, one like. of the things I was worried of the one Talladega clip where everyone spread out. That's I, that's not. You don't I'm like, still you don't, confident you don't... that that won't be the final product, or at least hope. The thing is, is that we're asking we're asking for hope. But I don't think you work on this game for that long and release that. You know, because that'd be kind of yeah, embarrassing. I think that... It, I don't. I don't think any of the AI that we're seeing right now is final product AI. To be honest, at, at least I hope not. Um, okay. Sometimes it's okay. Look good, okay. Sometimes okay. Okay. Good. You say you say this, but let's say when there's a beta for a game, like let's say a Call of Duty beta, like the one happening right now, the game Call of Duty releases early November. You really think a lot's gonna change? Every beta is different. You really think when the Battlefield beta happens, that's going to be a lot different from the final release? I mean, I think those could are... be different from a Call of Duty beta. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I think those are two diff completely different things to be comparing. Um, especially when this isn't really a, a beta type situation. It's a it's a video that they made with some, I, I assume, probably early gameplay. Uh, and it, it may not be on the build that they're currently on. Like I said, I don't think... Uh, at least but, hope not, because it, uh, if I was Motorsport Games and I released like the AI looking like they did in that Talladega clip, I would be I'd be extremely embarrassed at my product. I would too. And what my thing is is, we're a month away now. Month and seven days, or five if you get the yeah. deluxe. You, you, know, you know what I'm saying? We're essentially a month away. It's not. It's not. It's not easy just to as. Oh, I'm changing three numbers in my code to change fix this. Um, it's just. It's it's a concern. Because yeah. me and you are talking about this, Gary. I'm starting to think we're just straight up not going to see gameplay. 
like a raw game. Ah, uh, there'll have to be at least something. Sometime next month, a couple weeks maybe till release. Would you would would you be surprised if there wasn't? No. Um, we also I saw paint booth stuff. We did very 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 little, <laughs> approximately maybe three and a half seconds. If that I've sped up footage. Yes, and it just quickly showed but them kind of showed, slapping stuff on a, there. But it showed a lot. It did. Yeah, I was going to say. Am I going to it, utilize it? Absolutely not, because I have a beautiful thing called modding and Photoshop that can make it a lot easier for me. But I think it's very good for the console player. Yeah, I can't wait for all the uh, requests from Nitro drivers. Can we use custom paint schemes? <laughs> I'm going to be one of those drivers, Smile. We'll see. As long as there's an option to use real cars, too, because I have zero interest in using a custom car. I do. I have zero interest in a custom car as well. Depends. If if they, if they it if, uh, I just hope if it's allowed, people don't make them look stupid. <laughs> you know? Don't be throwing any more than two numbers on there. Don't make your number 130 or 420, then... Or just put throw some stupid logo on there. <laughs> Jay, Jay driving the sixty nine next year confirmed. That's okay. One hundred percent. Are you Are you kidding me? With, see, the thing the thing is that that, I, opens I, I, a whole far, that opens a whole new window of things that I would two, have to sort out. Two different things. A, if you do custom cars, I'm one hundred percent coming back. B, if you do custom cars, there you go. Your Toyota situation solved. <laughs> it would be, but I don't think it. I don't really have much to worry about at this point. They haven't confirmed though if they can use the custom cars online yet. True. That's also true. I'd imagine. I'd imagine they could. Probably. Um, it's motorsport games we're talking about, which we don't know much about because this is the first game they've had control that's, of. That's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, there wasn't really a whole lot other stuff. You from just showed little game game. Yeah, games just little everywhere. bits. Yeah. But it overall it, it, looked it, it, okay. These little gameplay clips are now the new screenshots. They're to the point where they're absolutely pointless. Pretty much. Um, um we had hey, yeah, yeah, road course oh. gameplay. Oh, huh, huh. They've been teasing road course gameplay like crazy. I want to see a legitimate lap, okay? But I did see the car slipping and sliding around a little bit. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, that yeah. makes me a little excited. That one Larson slide at Sonoma looked a little unnatural, though. Yeah, yeah, out of the carousel, right? Yeah, it looked unnatural. Hey, hey at, least, at least all four wheels are on the ground. Yeah, it wasn't, you know, <laughs> MotoGP around that corner, so that's a step in the right direction. Also, one last thing I want to say. Why don't, well, it made me feel really old is when Austin Cinder is like, yeah, when I was a kid, I played NASCAR 2011. I'm just yeah. like, I'm like, no, <laughs> that was actually 10 years ago. That was me, man. That's like one of my yeah, first NASCAR too. games ever. Oh, nine was my first. 11 was my second. It wasn't one of my first, but it was one of the first that I actually played a lot. Yeah. Oh, nine was like, oh, nine and oh, eight were played a lot. Man, I played, or I, I customized the crap out of paint schemes on that game, man. I was so proud of a mm -hmm. lot of them that I made. Um, yeah. Just show us an actual, just like, raw gameplay video for the love of God. That'd be nice. 
Along um, the way, by the way. Yeah. Moving on from NASCAR 21. Yeah. Uh, there was NASCAR at Bristol this past weekend, which is pretty much our only talking point for this episode because nothing really happened other than NASCAR at oh Bristol. Oh, boy, is it a talking point. Yes, we got a lot to talk about. Thank God. Um, We'll start with the truck mm. race that I did not actually know happened until about five hours after it completed. Yeah, same here, actually. Very... And I was like, oh, there's a truck race tonight? What? And I just saw, saw there's some I, I drama with John it. Hunter. Oh, yeah. So there, I watched the second half of it. And um, it was a good race. Um, I'll say playoff shenanigans did, did indeed take place. Oh, yeah. I kind of saw something about that with, uh, with towards the end. Yeah. So Sheldon Creed led 189 laps out of the uh, 200 ran. Uh, <laughs> and then, so basically, the caution, the, the truck caution fest that we all expected started happening. And John Hunter noticed Chandler Smith, who needed to win the race at this point, was behind him. And then he started talking on the radio like, is there anything I can do to like help him? Let him win. Like, <laughs> yeah, essentially. And cautions happen, blah, blah, blah. And Chandler Smith moves um, Creed out of the way and stuff. And then some when, while moving him, John Hunter gets by. I, I kinda, it's a, kind of a blur to me, but craziness happens. And as soon as John Hunter gets to the lead, like a lap later, he... Smith just drives by him. Thought he moved him. Kind of moved him. I, I, I heard John Hunter was like, oh, you know, I lost respect or something or something along yeah, those even lines. Though, even, even, though, even though 10 laps earlier he was saying, how can I help my teammate? Yeah. Remember back? Canada, by the way? Anyways, <laughs> continue with your, your, uh, your uh, summary. <laughs> so I... I mean, yeah, Chandler hit him, but I'm still in the belief that no matter what happened, Chandler was winning that race through all questionable means. And then uh, I guess it brings up the point of how do you feel about this? Well, I didn't Um, see it. (laughs) I'm not going to accuse. It was 100% rigging the outcome but there's a world where it definitely was rigged in the sense of the guy let him by how do you feel about that um well i am personally i'm i'm split down the middle a little bit because i'm like they're a team for a reason. I, I mean, I don't see why you can't help out a teammate. Well, but at the same time, this, yes, saw this last year with Eric Jones. At the same time, you are rigging the race, but at the same time, <laughs> most of the teams you're fighting as well has teammates that can help them out. Um, I it really goes like it, I'm split down the middle. Like I'm not a hundred percent for it or against it. Does it it's probably one of those it's probably one of those things where like you let it be until it gets really out of hand. Yeah, like 
something the way you described it, based off what I heard on Twitter, like that wasn't excessive. If it's something excessive, similar to if the guy um, literally pulled over, if if he literally pulled over, like, yeah, like Baricello and Michael Schumacher in what Austria, yeah, kind of thing. Like if it was something like that, it's like okay, no, like that, no, but like. From the way you this one you sounded, it's not of, a huge deal. Speaking of something we can talk about later, since you brought it up. The Schumacher film? I've watched it. Uh, me and Jay watched it last night. Okay, so we can talk about it later. I got some thoughts <laughs> on this. I, I want to talk about I, I it. Do, I do, too. Okay. I do, too. I also want to bring up an iconic moment that happened during it last night. Oh. All right, well, we'll get to it. Uh, I know what he's talking about. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. We'll get to it in like what, an what, what is your thoughts on it, Matt? On this this situation with like the rigging and stuff, I'm not a big fan of team orders. Beltry is James. That was egregious. That was like that broke me. <laughs> what in Russia? The Beltry. Yeah. Yeah, the Beltry is James one. Because it was truly pointless at the time of it happening, regardless. But um, I don't. It's not clear that it was rigged, quotation marks. Um, but I feel like this is definitely something that could get out of hand. It's NASCAR. If something starts, oh, you think it could get out of hand? It will get out of hand. I think we've seen it with many things before in NASCAR, right? Yep. Yep. Um, different context, but like, when the lug nut thing, when they were literally only putting out like three lug nuts. Um, one team started doing it, then another, and then yada, yada, yada. This kind of, it can spread crazy, but it's also NASCAR where it's re- only weird situations that can happen, right? Yeah. Oh. I mean, obviously we've seen it happen before. 2013. Clint Boyer, Michael Walter Racing, that whole kind of scandal there. Step one is that you actually have to try to hide it. Yeah, they in this case they didn't, they didn't even attempt. Case, actually, in this case, they didn't really try to hide it either. But it's still like an iffy thing if you go and watch it in real time. Oh. I feel like the fact that he got into John Hunter a little bit, it's almost like the saving thing. Like, oh, he moved him. Yeah. Couldn't get to him. Whatever, yeah, you, you also know. have to think of it this way. John Hunter got to the lead. He never led a lap. And by, like, got to the lead, he cleared him. Yeah. And you didn't lead a lap at Bristol. That's weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jay, Jay, what do you think about that scenario? I didn't see a whole ton on it. I, I kind of watched uh, a couple of videos on it afterwards on Twitter and... Uh, I don't know if it was the most absolutely egregious and obvious thing in the world, but I haven't seen it, it definitely did look like team orders. Um, and John Hunter talked as... about it like 10 laps before it happened. Okay, well, see, that's something I also didn't know. They were literally on the broadcast playing his radio, like saying, like, what can I do to help Chandler or something like along those lines? Oh, well, I didn't know that. Um, so I guess it was pretty obviously team orders then. Uh, again, like I said, I didn't watch the race, so I, I don't really know a whole ton about it, and I didn't really care to look up that much about it either. Um, but I, I do kind of agree with Karma that it probably will start spreading 
Uh, we might see other teams do it or see that specific team do it more often. Uh, and I don't think team orders are necessarily the absolute worst thing in the world because you're a teammate for a reason, I guess, right? But I guess there is a, a line to a certain point when what is too far and I don't know if NASCAR is going to start trying to figure that out and then make some kind of rules around it or if... There is actually a rule really around care, it. It's called but... the 100% rule. Yeah, that that's true. There is that rule. Um, uh, but... It exists. Yeah, is it ever... And disappeared. Really. It goes. Uh, but, like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if we'll see it really spread around um, and, and become a, a huge thing that every off. team does. That's the thing. It's so hard to pull off in this format. I, yeah, I don't know. Um, I I don't have a huge opinion on it other than I guess it was definite team orders, and wouldn't surprise me if we see if we see other teams start doing it. And boy, Creed was not a happy person. He was he was pissed. I see he didn't didn't even finish top ten. Yeah, no, he got a flat tire. One nineteenth, nineteenth place. But uh, he was pissed. 18th place was a guy named Lawless Allen. So I guess Allen doesn't follow any laws, apparently. Uh, um, just, uh, for the, okay. just for the lulls, uh, this, this race was 200 laps, 85 or under caution. I asked truck, baby. Um, the longest run in the last 90 laps was 19 laps. More than I would expect. Um, uh, in the last 40 laps, it was 9. <laughs> Well, moving on to the Xfinity series then. Oh, baby. This right here was a very good race. In my opinion, not the best race of the weekend, which I did not expect to say after this yeah. race. Um, Xfinity race. I don't remember everything. I watched the whole thing. But I don't remember it all. Um, I think the first Xfinity race all year I've watched from start to finish, actually. I couldn't because... Uh... I couldn't. There was a reason why I couldn't. Well, there was oh, really was, good racing. League racing. Oh, there was really good I, racing. I, I I saw. I went back and watched like the la how this race ended. There was some the occasional caution, kind of like the occasional Bristol thing going on, but it wasn't like you know a truck race where they were crashing, crashing, crashing. Um, but I mean the main talking point here is of course the end of this race. Well, first of all, Justin Allgaier was going crazy, and. Turned his teammate with a few laps to go, which, of course, brought out that caution for the last yeah. restart. Also, he had that crazy save. Yes. And then, so Austin Cindric was beforehand was running away with the win. He was going to win the regular season championship. Didn't get any of those at the end of the day. But um, they got back going with two to go. And... They went into turn three. Almondinger, whatever, slid up, right? Yep. Into Cindric. Here comes Justin Allgaier, three wide on the inside. So Almondinger falls out. Cindric still remains side by side with Allgaier into turn one on the last lap. Sails it off in there like he had been like all night, it seemed like. Uh, washed up into Cindric just like Almondinger did. Allgaier lost way more time. Uh, Almondinger went by and took the lead. Cindric, I didn't think he was going to be close enough to do anything, but he, like, diamond the corner. Somehow, he somehow got there. 
he got out of four and just pinned it and got to the 16 and wrecked both of them across the line. And then Almondinger like wins. Others. And then they all slide up the track and everybody starts piling on in there. I mean, absolute insane finish, to say the least. Definitely, like, well, like candidate for the best all time. I would top five, in my opinion. I don't know if you guys it agree. It was crazy. It was unbelievable. Um, uh, Jay and I were watching. Jay and I were watching it together. We were just going crazy. Um, but what, do you think Cedric meant to hit him? Yes. Okay. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> what What other option was there? Like, like when you saw him like hit the gas that hard, what do you think was going to happen? Where it's was gonna he gonna go? The only photo finish, baby. <laughs> you know what? It was a photo finish still. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was hilarious. So Almendinger just gets out of the car and he just like, "Woo, he won!" And then they had to it take, he had center. to go to the care center and they had to take the car to the garage. It was awesome though. Um, trying to think, Cindric got booed like crazy at one point in the interview. Bizarre. Yeah, and then about thirty seconds yeah. later, they cheered him. Yeah, yeah, that was interesting to say the least. I, I was just I like, welcome to NASCAR. Yeah. I, I like I, Cindric, literally, so. I, I couldn't think of a thing at the time. I couldn't find a single thing on Twitter afterwards of why they booed him. But it was just, I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it was bizarre. Maybe they just didn't like that he caused a crash or something. I don't know. I, I guess. But it was iconic. The whole last two laps in general are just unbelievable. Um, yeah, everyone, everyone's like, well, there's Bristol's promo shot for the next 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> and now they got Kevin Harvick and Chase Elliott to milk for a decade as well. Oh, boy. Which we'll get to in a minute, of course. But um, Almondinger won the regular season championship, by the way. Yeah, I wonder if Cindric likes Allgaier because, first of all, Allgaier caused that final <laughs> caution. And then also drove into the side of him, taking his shot to win away. Or, well, not away, because he still had a shot there when he got to the 16, but you know. Um, so Amandinger wins the regular season championship, wins the race. And the playoffs for the Xfinity Series start this weekend at Las Vegas. So that'll be interesting. Um, what is the race schedule this weekend? Everything's at Las Vegas. I know every th- all three are at Vegas. Okay, it's Friday night, then Saturday night for then Sunday Thursday. at seven p.m. Um, so the Cup Series was at Bristol as well. Yes, finally the paved Bristol that is, not that dirt crap. This man was a after great this race. race. The- after this race, man. It's a damn crime that we we put dirt on this track. <laughs> it's a crime. I think um I'd rather have I'd rather have Bristol dirt than Bristol paved day race. I don't What's I don't know what it, I just race? I don't know why but I just the the daytime Bristol races just don't seem to like put on as he good of a point. show as the night race. He has a point. But you want to know, he has now a counterpoint. Now both races next year are night races. 
Well, then take the dirt off for the first one. <laughs> but then they would put it in the day because that's how NASCAR works. Oh, well, then um, I'm not interested. Uh, Denny Hamlin won stage one. Another playoff point. He's got he's got quite a few this round. He's 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 racking eight, them eight up. To yeah, making up for lost time. This was an elimination race, by the way. So we have to talk about it was who got eliminated, um, which we'll do we'll after everything we talk about. So I don't think anything crazy happened in stage one. It was a very calm race. Calm but until good. fifty to go. Yeah, but, calm but good, and then fifty to go happened. <laughs> Yes, Kyle Larson won stage two. Denny Hamlin was second. Larson was second to Hamlin in stage one, by the way. So they were one, two, doing really good. And that was a common thing for quite a while. Kevin Harvick was actually getting up there quite a bit um, for the most part. And then uh, he was, uh, I mean, uh, he was up front right to the end, actually. So, But um, stage three is really where everything just kicks off. And like Matt said, about 50 to go, everything kicks off. <laughs> so All hell breaks loose. There was a moment where Kyle Larson and Denny Hamlin are battling for the lead. And they make contact. And it's unbelievable how easy some of these tires are getting cut. Because Hamlin cuts the tire because of just a little bit of contact. Um, yeah. And while he goes, caution comes out. That was whatever. the last caution. Yeah, with, that was a uh, lap... That was 100 to go. And then... The last run was 93 laps. Where did Hamlin finish? He, uh... Still uh, ninth. ninth. That's not bad. <laughs> it's a nice rebound. Um, so, yeah, he cut his tire. They got back going again. It was, you know, Larson. It was Elliott. It was Harvick. Your top three really going at it here for the last portion of the race. It was looking yeah. good for... I thought, I was like, man, Harvick actually... I was like, if Harvick doesn't win tonight, he's not going to win the rest of the year. And I, I stand by that. Yeah. Um, and he was looking good. He was behind Elliott. Larson was in third for a while. Yeah, because he, cause for me, you look at Harvick and you're like, 550. Yeah, he definitely ain't going to win this week. Talladega. Not going to happen. No, probably He'll not get wrecked. Happen. Uh, definitely not going to happen at the Roval. And you got two 550 mile and a halfs. Not going to happen. Martinsville. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> no. And then since he's not in the final four, he has zero shot as Phoenix. Yeah, no, you're not if you're not in the final four, you're not winning. <laughs> um The only yeah. one that ever came close to doing that was Jeff Gordon at Miami in twenty fourteen. Larson and fifteen. Oh yeah, Larson as well. And sixteen. And seventeen. <laughs> and eighteen nine. Yeah. Yeah. Not in twenty twenty uh, though. Oh, but maybe this year. Um, Homestead already happened. I, well, I meant for the championship race in general, but yeah. So that was the first bit of chaos, and then yeah, right around fifty laps ago, everything just—it was on. Like there was so much happening, and yeah. the final 50, fifteen 50 laps ago was like Harv when Harvick got the chase. Yes. Now, Harvick, did like, Kyle Busch cut a tire beforehand? It was after Harvick got ahead. Okay, so Harvick, Elliott, they're going at it for the lead. Lap cars are in the mix at this point. They go like they're going three wide, doing everything they can to split these traffic. Elliott's doing everything he can to stay in front. Um, Harvick finally, um, I think with a little bit of help of lap him. traffic, right? Yeah, he pins him. He pins him against the fifty-two. Yes, like behind the fifty-two. 
and Elliot managed to find a way to go under that car, get three wide, and next thing you know, they're side-by-side into turn three for the lead. Elliot's got Harvick pinned down quite a bit. Harvick loses the back end a little bit, slides up into the nine, and once again, just a little bit of contact, tire cut right down. And, well, of course, nine loses the tire, gets to the pit lane without a caution, and I'm like, Chase Elliott probably ain't the most thrilled about that. <laughs> um, and it got very interesting, to say the least. And yeah. before we dive into those two, we will say uh, Kyle Busch cut a tire, right? Was it, was yeah, it a loose cut wheel or something? I, I know, it was cut. It was cut? It was a flat tire. Fire. No, it wasn't cut. It just a flat tire sometimes. And they had to pit, of course. They went a couple laps down or one oh, lap down. It was like two points to the good end. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, yeah. Kyle Busch is about to get eliminated, potentially. And then then someone Bell else. Yeah, it. Christopher Bell had the tire. And you're like, oh my god, what is happening? Yeah, it's all it's, chaos. Yeah, it was and just then, unbelievable. And then they're showing Eric Almirola fighting for his life to try to pass like one or two cars to get in. And then, you and then Reddick trying to... Yeah. yeah and like they're showing three different screens at once to try and like yeah, and your, and your show what's just going on. For all yeah. three of them, you're just like, "Oh my god, what's going to happen?" Well, for me, it was, "Please don't let Harvick win on screen number one." On screen number two, it was, "Please don't let Almarola advance." <laughs> and on screen number three, I don't remember what they were showing, Reddick. but Reddick. Oh yeah, I was like, "Please let Reddick advance." <laughs> um, and well, both of them ended up not advancing, but uh, it was. Very intense, to say the least. Like, I wasn't a fan of anybody in the whole mix of these, like, three different things going on, but it was just unbelievable to watch. There was and... there was literally 15 million different things, it felt like, going on. Uh, and I, I did not know which to focus on. I didn't know which was the most exciting, and it was just Bristol. That's the best way I have to describe it. I don't think I've ever been so and... overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's, 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 that's really what it is. Because they went from zero to a hundred in in like two minutes. Yeah. Um, the last time I remember anything like really intense like that was maybe like the Roval, in uh, the one Johnson and Truex came together and Larson over there was banging off the wall, just slamming and everything, trying to get around the track in time to beat Jeffrey Earnhardt <laughs> to get like the last spot in. Um, but yeah, so there there's so much going on. Chase Elliott, by the way, has gotten, you know, a fresh set of tires. And it is really, this is fascinating how this works. So he's hauling the absolute mail up to Kevin Harvick. Gets to the side of him. Sideswipes him. And I was like, oh, God, it's going to cut his tire. That's going to be the craziest thing ever. Didn't cut his tire. But all of a sudden, Chase Elliott just couldn't get away from the four anymore. I was like, this is interesting. Oh, um, no. oh, oh, he could have gotten away from him 100%. He could have, but he didn't. I would have liked to hear the radio. I wonder what they were saying. But Harvick said nothing. I'm a, not not even Elliot, though? I don't know. What, well, radio actually just came out. But, uh, okay. Sure. Well, either way, um, Elliot yeah, strategically just... plants himself in front of Kevin Harvick for the, the remainder of the race. And... Yeah. Well, I'm going to get every single one of us to give our opinions on both of them in a minute. But first of all, um, so Elliot 
is slowing up the four pretty much as much as he can to allow his teammate of Kyle Larson to win. Which, in my opinion, is like, oh, it's whatever, you know, okay. So eventually it works. What was it, three to go when Larson got there or two to go? Uh, Larson led the four, last four laps. Oh, okay. The laps go by so quick at Bristol. So, so like, four or five laps to go, Kyle Larson finally gets there. Have, yeah, he slide jobs a four. Coming out of turns four, Kevin Harvick two times tries to turn the five. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, not again with Kevin Harvick. Um, obviously, you could imagine he is extremely upset with everything that's happening in, like, the last... Yeah. Five ten minutes of this race, so he tries wrecking the five, fails the first time, tries to hook him right again or left, whatever direction, fails again, and then, as they were coming to the final lap, Elliot does like this like a very smart thing and actually pulls in behind the four of Harvick. So in case Harvick tries to wreck Larson, Elliot's right there to wreck Harvick. <laughs> um, but Harvick did not try to wreck him. Larson won. Harvick second. And then they uh, went on the pit lane, and then they went at it a little bit. Yep. I was hoping there was going to be a punch. I, was, I didn't care who it was from. I was just like, someone needs to throw a punch. None of them did. I was like, man. Now, here's, I want, here's the feedback I want from you guys. Is I think all the Chase Elliott fans saying that Elliott would have whooped Harvick are clowns. <laughs> oh, yeah, I agree with Yeah, that. actual clowns. There is no chance Elliot would have won that fight. Oh, Elliot would be crying home to De Bill. <laughs> Going home to Bill. Um, no, that was, Harvick has a lot of uh, experience, to say the least. Um, but the main thing I want before we really talk about those two going at it after the race is the actual situation. I'll start with you, Jay. Like, what do you think from both sides of that situation? Was anyone in the wrong? And just like, what do you think about how they, how Elliot as well raced Harvick at the end? I think both of them are technically in the wrong, but at the end of the day, it's, it's racing, right? I mean, how one person reacts is going to be different from how another person reacts. And also at the same time, they're both going for the same thing. They're both racing hard for the win and they both felt like they got raced the wrong way. And they're going to handle it in their own ways. And obviously, Chase Elliott handled it in the way of trying to cut down Harvick's tire when he comes out of the pits and then getting in front of Harvick and basically parking it there, trying to help Larson uh, get the win. Basically, team orders without team orders just because Elliott was Elliot was pissed and, and wanted, did not want Harvick to get the win. Uh, and then, obviously, Harvick. I think the only really, really bad thing that came out of the situation uh, was Kevin Harvick trying to dump Larson twice like that on the front straightaway when Larson had nothing to do with it. Obviously, like Gary mentioned, Kevin is upset and mad about everything going on, but there was no reason to try and, and dump Larson like that. So I think that was the, the one uh, really stupid thing that came out of it. Um, Larson's slide job was not the... Uh, yeah, he did slide, slide job. job the crap out of Kevin. That is true. Well, here's that, the thing. Larson wasn't clear. Harvey's clear enough. Moment. Clear yeah, enough. It, 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 that actually surprised me in the moment as well, as I did not think that Kevin would give him that break there, and he did. Well, then uh, I, th I think that's why he tried to yeah, see probably. what he did. Um, but, but either way, it's just it all boils down to racing, and that's what you want to see. I don't know how we can sit there and say that they're, both of those guys shouldn't have done that or, or what have you or, or really stupid or deserves a penalty or whatever. No, not, not really. What? what both of them did is a perfectly normal reaction to the situation that's going on. 
uh, and it's just hard racing and, emo and emotions boiling over, and that's what you want to see. I, I Frankly, I liked it a lot. I, I liked having that emotion back again for a race and then obviously giving something for all the fans to talk about or I say talk about, really argue about because that's what happened. There was a ton of arguing on Twitter and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it was just... Simply put, it was great, and I loved it, and man, I wish we went to Bristol for all 36 races, because Bristol is, Bristol and Martinsville, top two, and I, I don't know which one at this point I can say is is above the other one, because they are both just excellent tracks and, and put on great races every time. Martinsville night races, by the way, better than the day ones, too. <laughs> yeah. Night um, races in NASCAR in general, 95% of the time, are so much better than day races. Matt, what did what what was your opinion on those two going at it? Well, it's I think it's racing incident more leading to to me kind of surprising. I think, um, I think Chase was one of the force the issue more than Harvick. It's not my fault. It's not it's not Harvick's fault that he uh, trapped you behind a lap car. I think it's simple. I think it really comes down to simple as that. Harvick got him trapped behind a lap car, and Chase tried to pinch super hard, and you want to know what happens when you pinch super hard like that? You generally get the guy on the bottom on the car unhappy, and then guess what? He'll slide up the track. There is legitimate... I don't think if we had access to like the telemetry data and stuff, I bet you see Harvick's car is loose as hell. And there was legitimately nothing he could have done. I agree. And you know what? If the smartest thing that for Chase to do would have been to sit behind him and hope lap traffic comes about bites Harvick in the ass. That's just me. I know. I can already see, I can already see your comment section in the coming days. Yeah. <laughs> no, what you know, what do you Chase make though of the end? I wasn't surprised. <laughs> I knew we've seen this we've seen this before. We saw it at different circumstances at Atlanta this year. We've, we've seen, seen Elliot victim to being at Homestead. Yes, with Logano. And guess what about that uh, Logano one? Well, I got, now, there's no denying Chase had that one coming. For what uh, Chase did last year at Bristol in the spring race. I mean, in my opinion, those two incidents really weren't any different. Other than the fact that it was a little Here's bit different with Elliot sent it on Logano. And then Elliot on this one pinned the guy down. But like. They yeah. both, same situation, they came together, they washed up the track. Yeah. Uh, and also, there was a view of Harvick's car, like the rear bumper. They never touched until they were, like, at the very top of the track, actually. Part of to believe it as, it, as that is. Is that they actually never touched until, like, Elliot was in the wall. But that's just my view on it. And then I'm not surprised uh, Elliot retaliated in the way he did. Personally, I thought as soon as he got to Harvick, when he came out of the he's going to turn him. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what I thought he was going to do. 
You could just tell the way he was driving. I was like, oh, he's going to turn him right here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. After all that happened, I don't think Parvik, Parvik wasn't having any of it. Like, even after, like, the holler talk and stuff. I'm going to be real. Parvik is not a guy you should screw around with. Nope. Yeah, I don't think this and one's I, over. Um, You know what? A certain interview, Kenzo said it wasn't the most strategic move to do what he did. I think um, Elliot is made. I'll say it now. Elliot will not make the final four. Well, the four has got to be fast enough to hang with him in the first place. Well, that don't mean much when he gets lapped at Martinsville by the nine now, does he? Can we talk about how iconic that would be? I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you. I'm gonna, man. That would be I'm, hilarious. I don't think this is over, and you don't screw with Harvick. And you know what? And when the Chase, when Chase and his fan, fan base comes crying, crying about how Harvick raced him later in the playoffs, I don't want to hear it. No, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. And they're... I've said it before. I can't stand Hendrick fans. I literally can't. They can do no wrong. Well, for me, <laughs> it was like, I'm having some great chocolate ice cream right now, by the way. It tastes incredible. Yeah. But um, for me, it's like seeing people solely going after Kevin Harvick. I'm like, you're an absolute idiot. <laughs> And like same for oh, the guess what? Guess what? It's because it's Chase Elliott or or it's a Hendrick driver. That's how the NASCAR world works. Because you're a Hendrick driver, you're you're the pretty princess of the world. And you can do whatever the hell you want. Because the fans won't give a shit. The way I looked at it was just a racing incident in my none of them and we're in perfectly in the right, in my opinion. Um yes. and we move on. But obviously with how Elliot handled the end of this like Matt said, it's Kevin Harvick. You don't you don't screw him over. And I think Elliot will at some point uh, find out this, why this you don't screw with him. him. This will cost Chase Elliott his chance at the championship, 100%, in my opinion. I don't know if I fully agree with that. I don't think Harvick would carry the beef over that far. Uh, I don't know. I, I this do is Kevin Harvick. I this I mean, is Kevin Harvick. Even Matt Kenseth did. I didn't know he could intentionally wreck that's someone. True. That, that's true. The that's thing true, is, but... we know what hothead Harvick is. When was the I last mean, time you on his face? When was the last time you seen this Harvick? I don't think I have. I don't think we I were not watching NASCAR at that point, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. This is early two thousand Harvick. This is you. I think you have unleashed the beast. Okay, actually, maybe 2015 Harvick at Talladega or 14, whatever year it was. Oh, oh, no, 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 the, uh, the, uh... Not mad, but just driving like a dummy. No, the thing with Johnson in 2015. 16. At Chicago. It was at Chicago, though. Yes, when, um, when, uh... Him and Johnson got in. Johnson went on to the apron on the restart. Harvick was like, I'm not letting you up. (laughs) And Jimmy had to get up, obviously. In my opinion, actually, I'm a firm believer that was Harvick's fault. It, it was Jimmy, of course, was the one that pile drived him. But it's racing etiquette. You, I mean, you get like the guys can't even come out of the racing track. Let him come up. 
um, you got caught off guard. I, I know this is a little different topic. Is it racing at a kid at Talladega though? No, but that's a completely different style of racetrack. If you go down yeah, below the yellow line, you're not coming up. Yeah. But at Chicago, you know, that, you, that way you that was, know, that was you okay. Know, you know, one day that person ain't going to let up. Oh yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, Jesus. But, uh, yeah, uh, Harvick is definitely a driver you do not want on your bad side. He never did retaliate on Jimmy, but he was nowhere near as heated. Guess what? Guess what? He didn't need to. Well, Jimmy won the title. It was 2015. Thought, no, it wasn't in 16? It was 15. Are you sure? Uh, racing reference. Let's go to 2015 and I see if he like finished I've... last at Chicago. <laughs> I feel like it was 16. Uh, Kevin Harvick finished 42nd in 2015 at Chicago. I'm going to say it was 2015. Okay, well, there you have it. And Jimmy was like a first-round exit or something. Yep. Uh, yeah. But, uh, that's just my opinion, is that no matter what side you're on, Chase is going to end up making the long shot. This is nowhere near over. Because here's the thing. And I'm okay with that. So am I. I. I am 100%. (laughs) I I want nothing more than the Hendrick fans to squirm. I just want some drama back in the sport. In between drivers. Yeah. Maybe this time uh, Kozlowski will push Harvick into the fight. <laughs> we need a fight again, man. Oh, dude. I can't believe the officials. They started going at it. The oh, they ruined like, it. Nah, 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 man. And nah, the guy man. in the white Let shirt. Go at it, dude. The, the Harvick's manager or whatever. I got a moment. Yeah, that guy was... Th- I think we can all agree that he was the worst part of that whole thing. Acting like he had a part in it. And I heard... Uh, I think it was a video from Nate Ryan. I heard something where he said, I'm just so pissed, man. And I got to like he was actually the person that got wrecked like that and, dro- and driven like that and stuff. Like He was not even was, on the pit crew. I can understand working for Harvick uh, for a long time and having that relationship there that you care about his success and the things that he does, but you weren't actually a part of it, my dude. Back out of the conversation. Get, get out of there and leave them some space. Yeah. He was there the whole time and when they were doing their little uh, talk in the garage area. Well, he was in there too? Yeah, he was right beside him. Oh, you mean, he I was thought the... you meant the hauler. No, no. I mean, he was probably there too. <laughs> you know? Probably doing that little dumb laugh every time Elliot said something. Yeah, God. Every word that came out of his mouth, he was doing some just annoying laugh yeah. you could see. And I was like, oh, my God, get out of here, dude. But then, of course, there was Jordan Bianchi, who was an absolute legend in the garage area. <laughs> that was like comedy gold. He's recording this argument with his phone. And then Harvick eventually gets like aggravated or something by it. And he's like, clearly, you know, telling him to put his phone away or whatever. And then he does. And as soon as they turn away to talk to each other again, the phone comes back up. <laughs> and then Harvick's like, hold up. And then you put it down Chase, again. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and then boom. Oh, uh, and then we're going into the holler. And oh my God, all the memes about going into the holler. Oh, that was great. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? Like, Chase and Harvick going to the hauler. Just to I didn't see there. any of those memes. Oh, those people are making jokes that they're getting it on. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, I did, I did see a few of those. Just oh, bang already. Yeah, that was... Um, I don't think we've ever seen two drivers go immediately into the hauler before to have a conversation uh, about, you know, trying to have a private conversation about it. Obviously, they've had private... Drivers have had co private conversations about their instances before, but they're usually never level-headed enough to do it right afterwards because they want to rip each other's heads off, and if they get into a private space, they probably would. Um, kind of surprised that both of them come out with a bloody nose. Yeah. But I think that they were both pretty level-headed about it pretty, like, soon afterwards. They they both seemed to kind of not really get over it, but just be level-headed about the situation and be not uh, extremely pissed off at each other. But I, I still think that we might see Kevin try some retaliation. Hopefully. Oh yeah, hopefully as well. Yeah, we will. I want retaliation. We need baby. it, and it needs to lead to a fight. Full on Jeff Gordon, twenty fourteen Brad Keselowski style brawl at Texas. Mm. That was iconic, as much as it hurt at the time. Um, but yeah, that was like the main kind of thing, and then of course there was also a playoff situation going on you know the race was crazy when literally no one cared that kyle larson, larson won yeah um, nobody cared playoff situation almarola reddick kurt bush mcdowell eliminated the surprising and one kurt out of that bush is michael sucked. mcdowell yeah 100%, didn't but man, I, kurt bush sucks yeah remember we were talking i was like nah kurt you'll make it because it's bristol well yeah it was bristol <laughs> And Kurt yeah, sucked. I had I had a man making uh, round of eight. I'm pretty sure. I had him going out in the first round. All I'm saying is, if someone noticed that tire under the caution at Richmond, yeah, he would have made it. That's a team fault, not not Kurt. Yeah. That's how it goes. I mean, the one that I think Byron. Byron, yeah, yeah. miraculously made it. Somehow. A great job by him. Um, he he ran a really good race. Yep. And I mean, we're looking now at the new playoff grid. Uh, Larson's forty six above, by the way. Uh, shout out to my boy Eric Jones with the top ten. Twenty second place I'm... for Daniel Suarez, baby. Who cares? Excuse. Mm. Hey, Eric Jones finished top ten on merit, baby. Daniel finished 22nd on Merit. And you are praising it? Yes. Okay. We got drilled from behind by Bubba Wallace. Okay. You did. You did. And I was just like, man, Daniel Suarez, man. It's just painful being a Suarez fan. Man cannot escape anything. It's painful um, being an Eric Jones fan. I can imagine. It's painful for all three of us, actually, being yeah, fans. Well, <laughs> well, AJ, More so Jay I mean, now. AJ, it it's good to know the rumors are saying he's going to the 77, right? <laughs> yeah. Smile. And not colleague. <laughs> Although he was getting texts about that. So anyways, playoff grid. Kyle Larson's 46 above. 
And then oh and then it drops down to 16 points for second place. And that's Martin Truex Jr. Hamlin. Larson, Larson could be locked in after the first two stages at Vegas. No. Actually, no, no, he can't. No, I'm yeah. not mathing right. Everybody. You would need to be like 120 above. Yeah, you're right. I'm not mathing right. Bye-bye. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if a perfect case scenario happens. Uh, yeah, he wins. Oh, wait. Yeah. Denny Hamlin, Ryan Blaney, they're in by 11. Kyle Busch is in by 9. Elliott's in by 8. Bowman, two points to the good. Byron, one to the good. Um, Logano out by one, Kozlowski out by six, Bell out by nine, and Harvick is out by 12. So, it's interesting. Um, I look at the tracks we have, you know, we have Las Vegas, we have Talladega, we have Charlotte Roble, Kevin Harvick's out, Brad Kozlowski's out because he's going to wreck seven times in Charlotte, (laughs) and he's not going to win Talladega. Uh, Joey Logano will wreck himself at Talladega. Probably. While leading. Yeah, probably. And then his brakes will go out at the Roval. Because Penske. Ryan Blaney will win Talladega. Ryan Blaney will get in because he's by far the best Penske driver in the world. So I'm saying Harvick's out. Kozlowski's out. Logano's out. I don't think Bell's going to win the Roval, so I'm going to put Bell out. I agree with those four. Basically, the four out currently are going to be the four out. Yes. Or William Byron might blow a tire again and find himself in the same situation. Can't rebound at the drama. Drama, playoff implications. It's going to be interesting. It was like the drama drama they were trying to make with Larson at Richmond. They're like, this is his worst track in the playoffs. How will he ever... How He's he only ever... going to be 73 above the cut line after tonight. Oh my god, how can he ever comprehend compute? How can he how can he handle the pressure? Went and finished like uh, top 5 or something still. Yeah. I'm sure they'll be like, "Oh my god, he's running fifth. He's running so bad." That is bad. I mean, it feels like at this point If I see Kyle Larson in like 8th, I'm like, "Man, they're having a rough day." I know. And I'm like, if I see Daniel Suarez in 15th, I'm like, oh my god. This is like, I could not dream of a better day. Yeah, that's how I feel with Eric Jones. Um, I was like, man, yeah. Eric legitly just has a top 10 card today. He was, he was doing good. I was I was keeping an eye a little bit here and there on. Yeah. Never was uh, on TV, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, What else was there? Anything? Was there anything else? To look at from this past weekend. No silly season. There was absolutely it. nothing really. And F1 didn't uh, have anything. No, other than the tracks flooded. Yeah, Russia, they got, it do be raining. It's gonna, it, the forecast is rain every day till Monday. Yes. I think, um, I think they'll run it this time. I hope. Well, as well, is it's not... You don't have to go through Eau Rouge and Radion in, in, in the rain. <laughs> you you yeah. gotta go down into... We're going I to mean, the pancake. Yeah, like, nothing stands out here that's like, oh my god, like, it's extremely... I mean, of course, racing in the rain, no matter what, is dangerous. But, Reason. like, if there's one track on the F1 schedule where you do not want to race in the rain, it's Spa. Yeah. So, 
I think they'll race no matter what, unless of course it's like torrential downpour. Yeah, I agree. But it would be something if we had a spa all over again. Mm-hmm. Remember when we went from "Oh my God, I can't believe it's going to rain this weekend. This is awesome." Now we're terrified. Yeah, we're like, yeah. "Oh God, what if they cancel us?" gonna rain this weekend but over 70 percent chance of rain all sunday hopefully it's not flooded i have a feeling it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting weekend to say the least i think um russia is an all mercedes kind of deal but the rain could um I think beaver stabbing's best shot but of course well have they confirmed if he's taken his drop yet they said they'll do it. At, they'll decide after qualifying. Okay. I think if it's raining, might as well do it. I mean, because I think Verstappen is is like, in my opinion, the top guy in the rain. So, like, I think if it's raining, it'd be but perfect. If you're the top, here, my thing is, if you're the top guy in the rain and you get pulled, you start fourth. Do you think you just can beat Hamilton straight up? No, I'm saying take the penalty, man. You know, I mean, you go to the back of the grid, or how many spots are you going to lose? Three. Three. No, I'm talking about even if he takes the um the en- en- engine. Last. Or okay. do you take the opportunity at a track where it seems like Mercedes is best and take the opportunity of it raining and go out and try and get another win by not replacing that part and having him start? I think he still if wins. If he starts good, if he starts uh, in the top two, you think he still also, wins? This red, he here's, the here's the thing. Yes. Bottas will clean out the field in turn one. Just lay off the throttle. Half the field's gone because Bottas. <laughs> Here's the thing. Red Bull's a different beast this year. I mean, yeah, but it's I, I also. I, pre- I don't think if he if he get, if he doesn't get Hamilton off the start, he's got nothing. At Russia, that is specifically. It's also rain. Well, that's another thing. Is like I think in rain though, it's a completely different scenario. Yeah. But I I think if he takes his grid penalty here in the rain, he can have a lot better finish if he takes it somewhere in the dry. I could be wrong, of course. I mean, it, it, you. I think you do. I personally think you do it here, regardless of what happens. Um. Also, another thing about waiting for qualifying. If you think it's going to rain, if you do your engine change after qualifying, you must start from pit lane. Which, honestly, if it's raining, doesn't sound like a half-bad idea. That'll yeah, be a safety I car. Agree. Yeah. And if the top uh, like couple guys come together and crash, including Lewis Hamilton, oh yeah. Red Bull look like gods. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll see. I think what they would have to rely is they would have to hope Perez like breaks too late or something, and Oops. just cleans out Hamilton. Oops! <laughs> revenge for Bottas in Hungary. I mean, you're also re- asking. You're there's got to be revenge. Perez. You also got to ask Perez to get on the front row or whatever. Nah, put him out. I think he can get row two. Um, if he can keep out of trouble, which he's been struggling to do. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. Because, um, yeah, we still don't know what they're going to do. I think um, 
it's a very hard race to predict who we think is going to come out on top before we actually do our predictions and stuff. Talk about Nitro. Um, and we're actually do we're going to talk about the Schumacher film after Nitro before the predictions. Then we're going to get to the final. So there was Nitro apparently. I it's more this week. Oh, okay. I was like, I was sitting here. I'm like, I don't remember doing any racing. Um, Talladega is this weekend. Yeah. Formula One's this weekend is whatever. Uh, <laughs> people people care about the actual NASCAR one. Um, yeah. Talladega Super Speedway. It's a cutoff race to get to the final four. Jay is coming back, I think. You're gonna help Matt win, right? Or steal a win. That one that could work too. Whichever one needs to happen. If you try to pass me, you won't make it. No, if you're in front of me and you need to win, then I won't try and pass you. But just gotta make sure you don't speed. I'm seven out. Yeah, let's let's not speed again, Karma. Let's make sure that that's on the list of not what not to do this time. I'm just glad I'm locked in. You don't need to remind me. Um, then like then you've probably all heard Bryce isn't gonna be in the 18 next year. I you know what I just found out right now. So when when did that happen? It was I I announced it like a week or so ago. Oh, I I I go in the Nitro chat like once a week. Specifically, when Elliot and Harvick were going at it, I was like, "This is a good time to yeah. go in the Nitro chat." Um, so, I wonder yeah. who's replaced. I gotta keep it really secretive of who's going in the eighteen next. Mahu. Probably not. No. Jay is Jay coming back next season? I don't know. Still unsure yet. Uh, yeah, it could be. I mean, we know it's likely going to be my last season. If the if spectating I, yeah, system is good. Back, it'll for sure be my last. Um, yeah, I haven't decided yet. No, I pretty much already also told Karma, unless a custom car is involved or a lot less people join or rejoin Toyota than I think are going to join. I'm probably going to wind up going somewhere other than Toyota. I don't know where yet, uh, but... I know that there's already a lack of seats and, and a lot of people wanting to go there, so I'll just I'll go ahead and, and make that make less headache for karma. I'll just give you setups anyways that they give me, so <laughs> thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um yeah. setups working this game. Is there eye racing this weekend? Yeah, there was there was also eye racing this weekend. How's that been going? Uh, Chaffee didn't want me to win this week, so he made sure I didn't win. What do you do? Wreck you? Tried. Okay. I didn't wreck, but lost the lead and all the time that and didn't have enough time to get back to the lead. I just, just waited on him. No, I never spun. I know. I still would have waited on him. I was still ahead of Chaffee. Oh. So he tried uh, to wreck you, and still... then you still beat him. He beat me at the end of the race because I tried to make a Hail Mary on Sicilor to win, but that didn't work. I see. Okay. And no, there's you... actually not eye racing this week. Oh, okay. Sunday night race. How many races are even left? Three. Okay. Next, next one's Talladega. Oh, interesting. 
Maybe uh, more people will show up. We had seven for... We had like eight for Chicago. Yeah, Jay and I tuned in. So, at one point, we're like, oh, oh. what were we doing, Jay? We were doing something. Trucking. Yeah, maybe it was Truck Sim or something. You were streaming or something. We checked in real quick. And we were like, oh my god, there's seven of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay must not be paying attention. <laughs> But, no, I am. I was just trying to think of it too, and then you said what we were doing. Oh, um, uh, yeah, I think it was just truck sim or something. Yeah, we were but, something like that, and and for some reason, I, I the topic of you having a nitro race came up, and then you were saying there wouldn't be that many people there, and I looked, and there was actually quite a lot of well, not quite a lot, but more than you were thinking. Um, moving on into the Michael Schumacher. Netflix documentary came out on the 15th of September. Um, Jay and I watched it last night together because we're buddies and we watch things together. <laughs> and okay, Wait so Matt, weird dog. There, we got we got one good story out of this that we'll tell. <laughs> Jay and I do, oh, but man. first I want to hear. And Jay and I agreed on this, and I want to know if you agree or what your thoughts are. In my our opinion, it wasn't as good as it was hyped up to be. Yes. Oh, thank you. Okay, I thought it was good. Well, you, you, it was good. Yes, it was good. Would you want, would you want to know what it was? It's not a racing documentary. It's about Schumacher, the person. Yes. Not him, the racer. I just. I think it was good, but I didn't feel like I um I got anything out of it, or learned anything out of it. I, mean, I don't know. I if, like I don't, I didn't learn know a lot about Schumacher. Yeah, there's a little bit I like learn more. Maybe I guess but of it, his personality. It's him as a, yeah, it's more about him as a person, not him as why he was so good. Yeah. They milked out his uh, first Ferrari championship for like half the film. <laughs> like when he went to Ferrari in what ninety five or it, whatever. The pacing was bizarre, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. We, the pacing we had, we, was the we, biggest we, thing of it that I did not like. Because I was talking to Gail about it, I just I I thought it was weird. It's like we went from two thousand and oh oh yeah. oh we're, we're to oh twenty thirteen like. That. And the timeline of it skipped in the beginning of it as well, and it skipped really weirdly. That was something that I didn't like that well or like that much. So there was there was a funny story. Well, not funny. There's a story that came out of this documentary for me and Jay, for Jay and I. And for context, it was Emola, right? Yeah, well, yeah, that was Imola for sure then. Um, sure, yeah. yeah, so the the Imola race where Ayrton Senna was killed. So Jay and I, you know, we're just kind of like watching it. And then I think Jay was the one that brought it up. It was like, well, when did he race for Ferrari? Right? Yeah, I, I was uh, mistaken him for Pro. I think Pro. Yeah. And then I was like, I was like, I don't think he raced for Ferrari, because um, I was like, I was like, I know, <laughs> I know he raced for McLaren, 
And then I was like, I know he was driving. So for rec- for more context, J- we it completely blew over our heads. We didn't realize that this was the race we were like seeing. The race. The race. Yeah. And then I'm just like, I was like, I know he drove for McLaren, and I know he drove for Williams when he died. And I, a second and after right I said that, Gary says died. <laughs> the car just takes off into the wall. And just oh. boom, shatters. And I'm like. And then I'm like, oh. And then, oh. So without even without even taking a moment to think, Gary just goes, "Oh, he just died." Yeah, I was, I was like, right yeah, there. Oh, it was just like the timing, the the absolute timing of it. He didn't even miss a beat. Just being like, "Oh, he just died." It sent me. Jay it was, was a dying. It was not funny at all. It should not have been hilarious, but just the way that Gary had the timing involved i absolutely fell out dying it was so <laughs> hilarious it was a moment that i wish i had been recording because it was just, it could not have been timed more perfectly it was hilarious oh <laughs> uh, rest in peace by the way though eric and senna uh, i want to watch the the uh documentary on him because they have one on netflix called senna yeah i, I haven't watched that before um Although you know, one thing I did learn was the the little bit of beef he and uh, Schumacher did have at one point. Yeah, which is interesting. Um, and then they showed, of course, his run-ins with uh, what was it, Heikkinen? Yeah. Or and then of course the Villeneuve one. So, and it was interesting and to then see the, the hell. Damon Hill one. The Coltard. Or, yeah, Hill. Oh, sorry, not Coltard. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Hill. And then uh, the Coltard one was interesting, too. I already knew about that one. I do not but... like that guy. I do not like that guy at all. For a lot of reasons. Um, I don't mind him. Although, what he said about with, like, Yuki Tsunoda was really interesting recently. Didn't really care for how he kind of went about that. But, um... Yeah, it was. I I don't feel like I wasted my time. At least I thought it was a nice watch, an hour and fifty two yeah, no, minutes. I still I think, liked it so. a lot. Yeah, it just was different than I was expecting, and the pacing of it was a bit weird, bizarre. I feel like it's yeah, because he won his first Ferrari of, title, and we're done. <laughs> yeah, and like it, I feel like it skipped a major part of that history of his career and stuff like that. Which I understand it's not necessarily a racing documentary, but. All those championships with Ferrari, those five championships with Ferrari, is like it had to be huge for him that, personally. That's a big deal. Yeah, I wanted to see more about that, yeah. but we didn't. And it was interesting, and it was interesting too because like he doesn't really know. Like when he came back and he's like questioning himself, like why am I even here? Right? It's just like he just didn't, he don't care anymore. Yeah, I wanted them to dive more into his Mercedes return. It was like we, it felt like we seen it for about two and a half minutes and it was over. Yeah. Um. Like, they didn't even really highlight his last poll he ever won at Monaco. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think it was uh, still overall a good film. So, um, but yeah, now we have our predictions and conclusion to go through. Well, we're not going to talk about the end of it. No. Okay. Um. Well, uh, other than the fact sad. that it was sad, yes, it was sad. Oh, yeah. it was, it was so with sad. Mick, it was Mick so Schumacher sad. as well. Oh no! I... The Mick part hit me the most with the way he was oh, talking yeah. about. Yeah. He wished he could have those moments with his dad. That part got me 
Yeah. It was painful. Um, it, it got everyone. I, I had already seen a bit, a bit of that going around on Twitter. But yeah, no, that was sad. Um, and it was a nice, warm ending, though, seeing him go around Monaco. Oh, yeah, that was great. But it, at the same time, it made me sad as well. It's like, man. Also, his wife is amazing. Very, very supportive. Takes care of him. Does a great job. And just like the stuff she was talking about that she would do, like mm -hmm. during his racing career, like she couldn't sleep one night. She just went and sat on the toilet in the bathroom to let him sleep. Um, now she cared a lot about it. You can tell, still tell, like she, like he means the world to her. Um, but yeah, we got some post race or post race, um, upcoming race predictions to go through. We'll start with Formula One for the uh Sochi race in Russia, Nikita Mazepin's home race. I think yeah. he's destined to win. Um, okay, so we will, I guess I'll give my podium prediction first. It's very hard to predict with the rain, but I'm gonna say. Lewis Hamilton gets his no mm, no 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 Sergio Perez wins in Russia and then Bottas second okay third place Lando Norris uh oh that, that can only mean one thing I think Lewis Hamilton's gonna run into some tr trouble <laughs> um. Jay, what's your predict uh, prediction for the podium? Oh boy, um, hmm. I, I guess it depends on what happens with Verstappen. If he takes the penalty, then I don't see him getting on the podium. So I'll probably go with the same winner as Perez. Uh, and then it always seems like both Bottas and Hamilton either have extremely clean races in the rain which is very rare, or they both have a ton of issues. So I don't think either one of them gets on the podium. Uh, so maybe Ricardo and Leclerc. So I'll, I'll go with Perez, Ricardo, and Leclerc. Interesting. Um, Matt? You guys are going off the deep end. Uh, Lewis, Lando, Verstappen. You think Verstappen does or does not take his penalty? Does. Okay. Um, we all have quite different podiums this weekend. It's gonna it's gonna turn up. The weather is gonna be beautiful. It ruins oh. everything. Um, and then if that happens, then it'll be Verstappen, Hamilton, Bottas. Yeah, uh, Hamilton. Or actually, no, probably Hamilton. Bottas, Verstappen. Yeah. If it's dry, it's Botas Hamilton. I don't know. I, no, there no. no world, there is no world where Mercedes lets Bottas beat Hamilton. Absolutely not. Not in this moment. Hey, hey you know, I don't, and then you hear this over the radio. James? I don't care. James, <laughs> James it's Valtteri. Fuck you. <laughs> that would be hilarious. And he just <laughs> continues on and goes and wins the GP. That would be the funniest thing ever. Um, but we have some NASCAR predictions as well. We're gonna do the casual or the the usual roll the little number generator between one and three. I am one, Jay is two, Matt is number three. 
We're going to hit roll. And look at that. We got a number one. It's the second time ever I get to go first. Las Vegas Motor Speedway. I'm going to go out on a limb this week. I really do feel like this is a possibility. I'm going to say Kyle Larson wins. Uh, and now, the deep end, I know, I, was just, I just, something, something's there. I'm like, I think he could pull it off. So number three is next. So Matt gets to pick. Ryan Blaney. That's bold. Matt, or not Matt, uh, Jay. You said you chose Larson, right? Yep. Uh, well, heck, I don't know. Certainly not Chase Elliott. I think if Elliott is in the lead, we see Harvick slow down by about. Uh, I wouldn't do it in Vegas. And... <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't put it past him. Um, hmm. I don't see any one of the Joe Gibbs Toyotas being fast. Uh, Blaney would have probably been my second pick. Blaney is, aside from Larson, is pretty much on fire right now. Um, yeah, heck, Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin at Las Vegas? Didn't you just say you don't see a JGR car being well, fast? Well, I couldn't think of any other one, to be honest. I don't know if any, I don't think Byron or Bowman would be good enough. Uh, is Pennzoil sponsoring this one? No. Oh, I was going to say Logano is all Joey. That's true. Logano is decent in Vegas. Whenever Pennzoil's on that like wall, or he finds a way. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All about that sponsor. Uh, uh... Rigged. Rigged. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, Hamlin. I, you know, I don't know. Can't really think of another one. Okay, I respect it. So we got Hamlin. We got uh, Kyle Larson, and we got Ryan Blaney. So, I think it's Kyle Larson. <laughs> now, actually, now, okay, another one. Who do you guys actually think will win? If you could pick whoever you wanted. Larson. Larson. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'd go with Larson, too. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I think we can pretty much, whoever gets to choose first for the rest of the playoffs is going to say Larson. Well, not Talladega. Anyway. Uh, yeah, You're really going to pick Larson? Maybe. At a play track. Well, no, I still think that he is good enough to win at play tracks, and I I still think that it was down to equipment at play tracks before because he never seemed to be comfortable at uh with with uh, Chip Ganassi equipment at play tracks. But would I also choose him if I thought that he was a god at play tracks? No, because it's a play track. It, you know, we've seen Kozlowski get destroyed at Talladega before. We've seen every every person in the field get destroyed in one of these play tracks. So I mean, Larson could go and win the role. He can go win Texas again. He can go win Kansas. He's going to flop at Martinsville. I want to call it flopping, but I don't think... I'm talking like 10th place. That's that's a massive flop for that team this year. Well, we talked about it last week. I don't think he wins the championship. I don't either. I I, I talked about the the tracks that are similar to Phoenix have been some of his... He could win the next... He could win five more races this year. Yeah, I still, I think, he's, I don't think he's winning the title. I, Denny, 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 I don't oh, know dude. Denny would be the salt mine. I'm telling you, if Denny the comes salt. in and wins this title, I am going to just, 
I, I, I said at the beginning of the year, I said, it, it's happening. Denny Hamlin championship. He's quiet right now. He's going to light up and just clutch up at Phoenix. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Denny Hamlin will be the 2021 hey, champion. Joe gets cars at 750, man. It's a complete you. opposite of last year. Yep. They went to work on those 750s and it's paying off. Yeah. And if I put Truex and like Hamlin against each other at Phoenix, I think Hamlin would be Truex. Yeah. And like Truex is too scared to rough people up and Hamlin would just run right through him for a championship. <laughs> Hamlin would run through anybody. <laughs> yeah. That's but that. yeah, I, I guess that pretty much wraps it up for the night. Yep. We went for, let's see, we are at an hour and 27 minutes. I spent a few minutes extra recording, so we're like at a little over an hour and 20. So we did good on timing. Um, so yeah, we have Las Vegas this weekend. We have Russia this weekend. We'll talk about both next week, of course, on the episode. We're doing this a day early because Matt's leaving to go somewhere. Where are you going? Are you allowed to say where you're going? Like yeah. what state? St. Louis. Ah, oh. very cool. Are you going to get to like see the arch? Meet up. Maybe. With Andrew? Are, are you going to have like... And I I heard that you got a phone call for some kid or something that was asking if you like own nitro. <laughs> I did. Oh. What did he sound nice? Sounded horrifying. Oh, okay. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I know. It sounds a lot like uh someone I'm talking to right now. Oh yeah. No, oh, gee, I wonder who that could be. <laughs> did you did you did you recognize me at all when I initially called? No. <laughs> oh, that's good. We were prank calling MJ at first about his uh, traction control. Unfortunately, un- unfortunately for you is you about have thirty seconds max, or I'm just hanging up. <laughs> yeah, uh, you hung up way earlier than I was hoping you would. I was hoping to have like a conversation. I was gonna be like, "Do you know Gary Owen and stuff?" <laughs> oh, it was gonna be funny, but. I won't ever do it again. Don't worry. Anyways, yeah, enjoy no. your St. Louis trip. If you yeah. um, see the arch, make sure to take a picture of it and with it, because mm-hmm. like that's like that's the only thing that place is known for. Um, and Gateway apparently, man. And Gateway hosting a Cup Series race and the St. Louis Blues. Yeah, Vladimir Tarasenko. Hmm. Huh. Huh. Anyways. That will wrap it up for us tonight. If you guys enjoyed, you know what to do. We'd like to thank you all for taking the time of your day to listen uh, on any of the platforms. And we will see you guys next week. Have a great day, everybody.